Welcome back to Mr. A Game, everyone. It's the end of your show. Let's just have some what, chat. What, what, what is this? It's not Mr. A Game show, it's Hack the but, Dino. It, hey, hey, look at the views. Welcome to the A Game show, everyone. It's a gag! We do gags Got now! Good puns! Yeah. I like puns! Oh, that wasn't a pun. I don't know what puns are, apparently. <laughs> I'm Dan McGinnis. <laughs> you are! It's like the dino. Oh, we're off to a fantastic start. We are your uh, your video game talkie show with, with your hosts, me, Ben Rosenthal, and we're joined by the Millennial Falcon, Mr. Braden Dixon. Hello, hello. We've got uh, the gaming anthropologist and Xbox's biggest fan, Mr. Floppy Starrick. Hello, everybody. And this man to my right, you may recognize as YouTube's fastest growing Australian content provider. Dan McGuinness. That's right, Dan McGuinness. <laughs> Mr. A Game is here once again. Good to Welcome be here. back, Mr. A Game. Oh, great to be here. It's been a year, I think, our last live show. It's been a year. Yeah, wow. Good year. Now, a lot of people in the chat are asking where Dan is. Um, look, to be honest, it was a bit embarrassing that he didn't have a PlayStation 5, so we turfed him. He's gone. So uh, each and every week, someone else will be Dan McGuinness coming in. No, I'm joking. It's a Danny, of course. Dan world out there. <laughs> it is. We didn't get rid of Dan. He's in a box. He died this morning. Sorry. That's okay. A bit of time's passed. We can laugh about it now. Uh, so, uh, Mr. A Game, what's been happening with you uh, the last uh, year? Last year. All right. Last year. Wow. 12 months. 12 months. Uh, played a lot of games. Good. Made That's a lot good, of videos. Good start. Good start. Quit my job. Whoa. YouTube full time. Wow. Ooh, living the dream. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So how's that? Like, is it an added pressure that a hobby now is your nah, major source it's of fun. income? It's fun. <laughs> really? yeah, it was a I'll... scary step to take, though. Oh, yeah. It was a good three months or so of like, oh, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to, you know, let my workplace down? Do I really want to, you know, just jump head first and you, you do it and then you're fine. Just, I just want to point out the type of person that A-game is. He was worried about letting his workplace down above <laughs> everything else. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is quite a leap. Yeah, uh, how's it all going? Great, really good. Now, last time you were on, I think we had you had eighty five thousand subs yep. on YouTube. Yep. What's the count out now? One hundred fifty two thousand. Oh, one hundred thousand in a year. Out. COVID helped. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to help something, doesn't yeah. it? Everyone's at home. They watch YouTube. There you go. No, You're no, they watch a YouTube channel. Yours. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, did you get one of those really cool plaques? Yes, got a 100k subscriber plaque. Really? Hangs on my wall. Cool. Was that exciting? It was beautiful. Yeah. Very good fun. Oh, I can't wait yeah. to get ours in 27 years. Can I just point out times. in the yes. chat? Yes. Um, Triple Indy has mentioned that Dan's not here because PlayStation pulled him from the store. <laughs> oh, he got pulled, all right. <laughs> but Dan. don't you worry about that. Um, so we're doing a uh, end of year recap show. Usually we have our live show, which mm -hmm. is a video game quiz or a bit of fun. But due to the ongoing global situation, we decided not to do that this year and have a game here to talk mm -hmm. about the year that was uh, 2020. Yes. Uh, but before that, um, if you are so inclined, you may want to head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino and hit that little subscribe and notification button and do all those things uh or smash the subscribe button. sorry smash the subscribe button i've been corrected by a pro <laughs> anything else i need to know to get people nah, to like good. us nah. that's it. yelling yeah, at me that's it. 
uh, twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, which is where you may be watching us live right now. So if you want something for free, you should press that follow button because that's free. Free content. And then if you don't want free, you can like pay us money. So everyone wins, especially us. Uh, then if you don't like our faces, that's quite all right. Head on over to Spotify or SoundCloud or any of those other podcast type devices. And you can listen to our podcast of this show where we use our voices in order to manipulate the molecules in the air. So they are received by your ears and your brain can understand them. ASMR. <laughs> and that. Very special for you. Is that the first bit of A-game ASMR you've ever done? Or? A-game SMR. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, uh, as I mentioned before, this is our end of year uh, spectacular. Now, for the past month, we've had our voting open to you, yes, you, the Hack the Dino loving populace, to be able to vote in the 2020 game of the... Uh, we weren't saying that word this time. No, we weren't. Game of the... Sucky. Sucky year. Game of the sucky year, or the goatsy. Uh, that's right, we're giving away the Hack the Dino Goatsy tonight throughout the show, uh, and we will announce the winners of each of those categories. Closing is closing is closed. Voting is now closed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and the results will be forthcoming. But I think we should get straight on into it. Don't you think so, lads? I'm cool. This. I'm down. All right, let's start off with January. Ah, uh, yes. Now, January 16, a little game called Yakuza Like a Dragon came out. Did anyone play this fantastic game? No. No, because I like the other Yakuza's. Really? You don't want to play this one? No. I liked the uh, I liked the craziness, the silliness, the openness of the other ones. I didn't particularly like the gameplay style that they went with this, but that's fine. They did something new and that's cool. Have you ever played any of the Yakuza games? No. No? No. You Mario. don't like 80? <laughs> <laughs> when Mario makes it to a Yakuza game. <laughs> well, this is like Mario. Uh, sorry, I've just never, never gotten around to him. Well, do you like like forty minute cutscenes before you get to actually play a game? No. What? What? What's wrong? Do you like going into arcades and playing games within games within games? No. What about baseball? <laughs> do you like Wii baseball? Sports? <laughs> yeah, we sports. <laughs> uh, the very next day on January seventeen, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came out. Uh, now I thought this would be a shoe in for Dan getting, but he uh, passed it up because he played this Dragon Ball Z saga so many times over the years on video games. He thought, "No, nah, I'm not going to even bother." I do um, have to agree with Dan on that one. So it's like an open world Dragon Ball Z game. Yeah, where you yeah, basically cool. follow the the storyline of the show. Oh, that's cool. Um, I like that. Yeah, well, it was based heavily on Dragon Ball Fighters or the fighting system mm -hmm. yep. of fighters or something Where's like the that. Three fighters, and you switch out. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. So I was really excited for this because I'd never really watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z, but I was always intrigued by it. And I'm like, well, maybe I instead of watching 400 episodes, 380 you of them. You don't have uh, to. Just watch Dragon Ball Abridged. Okay. I'll shut up now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I was really looking forward to play, playing through the story right. as opposed to just sitting and watching it all. Um, and I did start to play it. And look, it, the gameplay-wise, it works really well. It's The combat's really quite simple. Uh, the flight control was really awesome, but it was really, really empty. Oh, really? The world? So I hadn't continued. I haven't gone back to it yet, but I, I have heard that there is a lot more stuff there mm, now. It does look very big. It was very big, and there was a lot of just flying to places with nothing in between. Now, again, okay. did you watch the cartoon 
Sorry, the anime. I watched three episodes in my childhood. Good. Uh, good. It was the Cell fight, Goku fighting Cell, and Ooh. a good three episodes of them going. Yep. And, that was and then my mum said it was too violent, and we weren't allowed to watch it anymore. What's you hadn't even violent? seen them throw a punch yet. They just been sitting no, there no. getting angry. I saw up to when Goku was like, "Oh, he's too strong for me." Then he goes to Gohan. He's like, "You." You will beat him. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's his son. <laughs> and then he's Mum's throwing like, him into the wolves. Yep. So never saw the end. Oh, I can spoil it for you. Yeah. Go it. Uh, everyone dies. So Great. wins. Fantastic. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, they finished the series like that. Show then it became, right there. Yeah. yeah. The, the oh, cell wow. show. Amazing. Uh, it, but yeah. No. And the cell show was like, it was like a, like an 80s sitcom too. Yeah. yeah it was weird chain. And because they live on afterlife as well, they yeah. all came, they were like all the wacky neighbors of cell. Yeah. And he just got really annoyed all the time, but the fighting <laughs> stopped. My front lawn. Yeah. He just got really <laughs> passive aggressive. Yeah. And then Kurt Cameron Maybe. came out. Yeah. yeah, it's quite weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should also watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, weird, weird, weird way to go out. But yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, not much else happened in mm. January. Well, uh, no, because that was the beginning of the end of the year, really. Well, no, yeah. that was February. Well, no, the, I think... Um, well, everywhere else. It escaped from China in January, didn't it? Oh, mm. yes. That's, it was, yeah. uh, it was all over the world in January. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then February came around. Uh, we're not going to mention that because obviously everyone knows what went on this year. Yeah, correct. So yeah, we'll, we'll just take it as a given. Um, we know lots of stuff was cancelled. I'm not going to go over that. I'm just going to go over the main dot points mm -hmm. of what really did happen and released in each month. In February, on February 8th, the 2020 Overwatch League season began. Cool. Uh, that's one of the things I liked about, um, well, I shouldn't say liked, but one of the things that we're able to continue were these types of eSport mm -hmm. uh, tournaments. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, being gamers inside is our preferred you know, area. It's, it's where we live. It's where we dwell. We don't yeah. need other Communicating people. Communicating with humans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got video games for that. In person? Um, so has anyone watched any of the Overwatch League or any of the eSports? No. No? No, I actually, as much as I like games, I don't like watching other people play them. Really? To be honest. You realise you're on Twitch? Yes. And <laughs> Mr. A Games right there. Yeah. No, no more to so the point that I like to, I don't like to watch the competitions. Okay. Uh, I like watching people, uh, not so much stressful. I like watching the, like a story or a journey. And I don't yeah. get that on the esports games. Yep. Yeah. Because it's more just competitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've got to admit, I've watched a couple of Fortnite um, competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, they're boring <laughs> because all they do is like make structures and build. And then it comes down to a heel off doing and, the stuff that I can't do. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> but like, you, yeah, it's, it's exciting for people who know what they're doing, but if you're a, like a casual gamer, yeah. um, I think it just loses a lot. Yeah. I'd much rather watch a, a, a personality commentate over what they're doing and try to see, uh, what they try to get out of the game mm -hmm. as opposed to a bunch of pros just going, yeah, build a tunnel. What do you find, uh, A-game, being, yeah. being on the cusp? For me, watching other people play, I need to kind of have some sort of relationship with them mm -hmm. in some sense. Like, um, I don't really watch much esports unless, for me, it's Mario Kart because I know a lot of people in the Australian Mario Kart scene or Splatoon just because know I know... Know a lot or beaten a lot? Um, no, just know them. The people who, who race in competitive scenes are, like, insane. I remember I went to PAX last year. Yeah. I got obliterated. Oh, really? It was, it was wild. Like, oh, I was like, How long did yeah. you last? I, I got to the final round and then final 12, 12. I mean, wow. to get to the final 12, that's, that's no still pretty good. Yeah, but it was out of like 30. See, so. what I like as well, if you <laughs> yeah. go to um, A Games yeah, channel 
uh, you can see a lot of his videos are, are really nicely titled and really wholesome mm -hmm. until you get a, up against a stream where it's, um, I'm going to beat you at Mario yeah. Kart. <laughs> All the Mario Kart streams. <laughs> Picture of like, someone crashing, it's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> so nice and polite to, no, I'm not joking around, yeah. you're dead. Um, I forgot where we were going, so we'll move on. Uh, February 14th, Street Fighter V Champion Edition came out. Uh, later in the year, this became free on PlayStation Plus. So if you already own Street Fighter V, you got Champion Edition upgrade for free. Uh, now, I'm a big Street Fighter fan. Uh, I'm not any good at it. Uh, unless it's Street Fighter 2. Like the original Street Fighter 2 arcade machine, because I have an arcade machine in my house. Uh, I, I'm still pretty good at that. You know, That's I've, nice. I have lots of uh, fond memories of uh, going down to skate line into a locked-in session and Ooh. not skating for the entire three hours, just sitting on the Street Fighter machine playing. Do you think you're good at that as well because you like karate? What's the reason I do karate? <laughs> Is it really? I'm not kidding. Like, Ryu used to do Shotokan karate. And then when I was a kid, I found out out and found a Shotokan karate school. And that's where I started. I started doing Amazing. archery because I watched Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Yep. <laughs> Careful, you could have been a furry. Uh, A-game. Uh, played much Street Fighter in your, in your days? No, but I've noticed... That guy there, he's in Smash. Uh, Ryu. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ryu. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll make I, was, I was kidding. <laughs> Funny joke. <laughs> oh, they made a game out of that movie. Yeah, I know. Hold up. They made a game out of that character from oh, yeah. Smash. Wait, hold up. Wow. <laughs> Smash is really popular. <laughs> so have you played as Ryu in Smash? Uh, Once or twice. And? No. No. Compared to other fighters... It's difficult going from one fighting game style to another. So for mm. me, I'm very much a Smash person. So going to Street Fighter is hard. Have you played as the characters within a Smash competition? No. No? No. I, what I really like about the characters in, in Smash Brothers is you can do the usual Smash Brothers button. Yeah, but it also has like the... The like the combos and well. stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can do all the combos. Yeah. You can do quarter circle towards and punch, and he throws a Hadouken down towards, down, 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 bum, 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 bum. Yeah, so that's really cool. You um, know what they should do? Yeah. Take all the characters from Smash and give them their own games. Yes. Like they tried to with Mortal Kombat. Oof. <laughs> no, you Oof. Missed, I was making a joke. Oh, right. Because yeah. they're all from other joke, games. Funny jo joke. <laughs> Floppy, everyone. I'll be here all week. Oh, God. Um, well, someone has to look after Dan's house. You can... You know, if we revive him, funeral. Um, there were leaks, uh, as well, just tying it in with Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter 6 is Ooh. currently being worked upon for the PlayStation 5, and they're thinking 2022 or 23 for, play, uh, for Street Fighter 6. What do you think they need to do to have a better launch than uh, Street Fighter 5? Uh, finish the game. Mm. Okay, good it's point. Good, yep. good, uh, always a plus. Seems to be an ongoing theme yeah. uh, recently. This month. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll get to that I later. can't <laughs> encourage that enough. Developers, if you're listening... Finish your game. Well, no, 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 no. Not developers. Upper management stooges. Um, finish the game. Let the devs finish their game. We'll get past all just this. Leave it at that. Finish mm -hmm. your game. Yeah, just, just finish your game. Uh, Triple Indie says uh, Street Fighter Five DLC until Christmas 2021. And Game Boy Dad in the chat said there were leaks. Farfetch'd is a playable character. That's not real. <laughs> That's Isn't a, that the dude, the duck? That has a leak. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, I understood where it... That's I'd clever. play that. You know what? I probably would have made that. Funny joke. Yeah. If you'd thought of it first, yeah. Yep. Also on February 14, we had a little movie come out. A little movie called Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> Um, who saw this? Braden? 
Oh yeah, I saw this bad boy. What'd oh my think? god. I uh yeah, it was it was all right. Um having listened <laughs> to um they actually discussed it on uh Play Watch Listen and um like hearing them discuss it and hearing what a production nightmare it was. Um they kind of like added heaps of the like adult parts in like like in the last like months oh really in post when they yeah collided. like there were he there's an entire the um the other cop character who plays james marsden's friend he was like an entire addition you notice there's all these scenes throughout the movie where he's just on the phone but you never really see other parts of the conversation it's really weird. Jim Carrey's the best part about it. Ben Schwartz is a very good Sonic. They tease stuff at the very end and like the post credit scene. The I last, we all know. the it's last like, the last five minutes of the movie is a great Sonic movie. I didn't <laughs> get it. You didn't get it? No. What was it? Uh, the the end was uh, you got um tails. Well, yeah, you got tails. Oh. Um, but then they also cut to uh, Jim Carrey off in the weird like mushroom dimension yeah. portal that he goes to, and he like he he's got the full mustache and he's bold and he's yeah. going nuts. Cool. Yeah, it so was I great. I saw this. Not I've never really been a Sonic guy. Um, I'd played a couple of the games. I didn't know the backstories. I didn't know any of the mm -hmm. stories of characters and things oh, that like that. Deep, deep backstory. Well, I'm sure there's something in there. He's got to go um, fast. And I didn't see any of the hoopla over the first trailer. Like I did, I just didn't watch it. And so I went and saw this, and just a uh, you know, I'll go see it. It looks fun. How do you like, like the look of it right now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have since gone back and watched it to see what was doing. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I thought it was fun. It just didn't take itself seriously. But yeah, it was cool. Jim Carrey was awesome in it. Mm -hmm. But I'm a bit of a fan. Now, so. as a massive Sonic fan yourself, A-Game, yeah. uh, what did you think of the movie? I haven't seen it, unfortunately. Oh, neither have I, I. I really want to see it, though. You can tell who the Nintendo boys are, can't you? No, no but like, <laughs> it came out on Valentine's Day, which is also my girlfriend's birthday. So I was Ooh, like, oh, have I got a surprise for you? Want to go see the Sonic <laughs> movie? And straight up, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. You... And then COVID happened, so we, yeah. just, we just missed it. Yeah. Hilariously, I actually did go and see it on Valentine's well Day. Well done. I'm with my girlfriend nice. and on my other birthday. two mates. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but you've been with your girlfriend for quite a while. Quite a so while. You've got a bit of bank there. Yeah, probably yeah. wasn't yeah. my birthday either. I'm allowed yeah. to make really dumb decisions mm -hmm. like that. Uh, on February 25th, uh, sorry about the pronunciation of this, Kazuhisa Hashimoto, the creator of the Konami Code, died at the age of 61. Then we can see it there. Up, up, down, down, left, left right, right left. A, B, A. Oh, B, A, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking of the Mortal down, Left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Uh, Mortal Kombat 3 on the Super Nintendo. If you went up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, 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 A. You got these. Um, I hope you write that all down, kids. Konami Code. Um, That's quite young. Mm. 61. Mm. It is, actually. It's, it's, I'm closer to that than I am to 20. Um, Oof. probably had problem, <laughs> Pre -release problem, with, problem, <laughs> problem with his hearts. Yeah. You know what else had a problem with the hearts? Sayonara. Sayonara wild hearts. Oh, good segue. Thanks. That's good to Benway. They're awful. <laughs> they're, they're wonderfully awful. They're great. Uh, so this was a fantastic That looks game. cool. Uh, yeah, this came out. Was it Apple Arcade it came out first? Yeah, it came out on the Switch not that long ago. Yeah. Um, Apple played, Arcade. and seen it before. Yeah, it's, it's a short game. It's a... Uh, Kind of like an infinite run across with a, a rhythm-based game. Great. Um, Sign me up. Yeah, really cool. A lot of fun. However, there is one level that I, I couldn't pass because I've got old man reflexes. 
Uh, do we have the time link there, Brayden? Uh, I can. Where are we Give jumping to? We're jumping to like 24. Looks... Oh, well, no, that's a different one. So that's a different video. Oh, well, it's, it's the alternate reality one where like there's a beat playing and you're doing an infinite runner uh -huh. and every third or fourth beat Here it changes go. reality. So you're running along like this and it's going dun, 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 dun. And then like, yeah, these things oh, just sick. jump out in front of you and I cannot get past that level. It's like playing Titanfall 2. Yeah. I, that looks fun. I, I had to. I had to. That does look really but cool. But it's only like a, a two-hour game. It's a nice little experience. Yeah, um, maybe I will pick it up. I think you should. It's on the Switch, or if you got Apple Arcade, it's still on there. Apple. Um, for a food, uh, blah, blah. Uh, sorry, I'm being distracted Words. by Triple Indie. Uh, was it not a 2019 game? Was February that long ago? Seems like two years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's well, the world we live in. Um, should we give away our first award? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Floppy, do you want to announce this one? Uh, sure. Shall I just leave all the people that were nominated and then go for the... Yeah, for the you award? probably want to announce what the award is for. Uh, so first of all, it's the award for the most graphics, oh, I love which I, I still don't understand the title. For all of them. What's yeah, <laughs> all the graphics. Who's the, the got the most in the pixels in a game? The no, graphics. Yeah, the most graphics. The most graphics. Most graphics. Uh, so up for grabs was Ghost of Tsushima, Ooh. Uh, Last of Us Part 2, mm -hmm. Spider-Man Miles Morales, yeah. Carrion, mm-hmm. Uh, Doom Eternal. Good game. And Resident Evil 3. Also a good game. Now, I just want to point out, these aren't our choices. These are your choices out there. You. In Dino Land. Yeah, especially you. This is all your fault. No, no. Not, not them. Not them? them. No. Oh, not. sorry. Sorry. You. Freaking <laughs> yeah. jerk. Uh, so, who's sorry, our first Billy. winner? <laughs> uh, and the winner is, <laughs> by, with, a, with a percentage winning of 32.35%, Ghost of Salami. Sushima. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great game. Did you play this one? No, I haven't played it, but I watched someone play it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really is a great game. Yeah, it looks beautiful thick. game. Yeah. Uh, I have not played this on the PS5 yet. Braden, have you booted yours up yet? I've installed it. Oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm in the second DLC of Spider-Man right now mm -hmm. uh, because I've 100% of the main game and the first DLC. I haven't even played Miles Morales yet. Have they released oh. the PS5 patch? Uh, yeah, or is it still coming? I think I it might still be coming. I don't okay. think they've done it yet. Their okay. full upgrade is coming, but they have done little patches. Yeah, there's like a performance upgrade. Yeah, didn't they do like a yeah. ray tracing patch? Yeah, they've done some yeah. stuff like that, but they're doing a big one. All yeah. right, so question then. Um, should I hold off from playing it until the PS5 upgrade yes. patch comes? Yes. Yeah? Because yeah. I'm still stuck on the first island because I played it like Breath of the Wild. I, I just went, right, I'm just going to go everywhere and just go discovering and exploring. Yeah. Um, as a samurai, oh, it's yeah, so good. Um, so in that case, should I play maybe Phoenix Rising? Yes, while I'm yeah, waiting? get that yes. out of the way and then Do it. come back to this and just have Absolutely. an epic Done. PS5 experience. I have found that Phoenix Rising is a great palate cleanser as well because mm -hmm. it's nice, it's light, and good. Yeah, I like those type of games. Mm -hmm. Me too. And then stabbing people in the neck with a samurai sword. Mm -hmm. Yes, good time. Uh, in March, March sixth, uh, we had Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX come out. Now, floppy. Mm. Um, not only did you purchase this game. I did. Uh, you also picked it on our little uh, Gentleman's Agreement game. Yeah, I did that too. Well, we'll talk about that shortly, but I'll get yours and, and Mr. A-Game's thoughts about this game first. So I played this. So I'm relatively new to Pokemon in the grand scheme of things because when Pokemon first came out, I was uh, of an age where it just kind of missed me. 48. Yes, I was 48 in 1995 or something. Um, so I, I, I've recently, my most enjoyable pokemon games that i played was let's go pikachu and yes, so good Shield. i really i find them a lot easier mm -hmm. to get into i have played some older ones since uh with all the grind and everything like that um but i really enjoyed those so i picked up this one not really knowing what i was getting into um 
and I didn't dig it. You weren't expecting it to be completely different? I wasn't. I was expecting it to be quite similar. Now, I didn't, I'm in no way, shape or form saying it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was it's just different. so much different to what I thought it was going to be that I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. And they kept making me a Pokemon that I didn't want to be. Oh, really? Who'd you, who'd you get? Uh, I can't as? remember. It was a weird name of a thing that looks funny. Yeah, that's every Pokemon. I know. Okay. Uh, Agam, <laughs> did you play this one? No, I didn't play this one. Have um, you played any of them? Of a, a dungeon like game? A mystery dungeon. No, I never actually played a Dungeons game. I think this is um, a roguelike as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I actually played them back in the day on the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. and the DS. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember booting it up for the first time as a kid and I was like, this this isn't this isn't Pokemon. Yeah, where do you pick your What's starter? What's going on? Yeah. And um and then I got really into it for some reason because it was like the most complex Pokemon thing I'd ever seen because it was just a weird, completely different style of RPG, dungeon crawler, like go, like everything through it. It was really strange and different and such a departure, but for some reason I got into it. And nice. I still haven't picked this up, but I want to get it at some point. I'm I would go... say on a sale, but it's Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah good one. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and uh, I'm gonna go back and play it, knowing what I'm getting into. At oh some right, point. so you think that culture shock will make it a bit easier to? Yeah, yeah it was literally just because it was not what I was expecting that I found it really mm-hmm. uh, hard to get into. All right. Yeah, I'd love to see your thoughts once you go back to it. Yeah, I'll get there uh, probably when I'm. You know. Well, someone's got a shiny Magnemite in their team. How about that? That's exciting. Uh, I don't know what that means. Speaking of, um, well, this game you may have caught at the start of that little diatribe that I said uh, you picked it in our fantasy league. Yes. Uh, I reckon it's time to bring this up. Braden, do you want to give us a quick uh, a background into what our fantasy league in 2020 was? Right, yes. So fantasy league, um, I could bring it up on bring the it up. screen. Do but, it. Uh, okay, one second. All right. Um, but uh, so fantasy league is basically, uh, you know how people do fantasy football? And they they get their friends together and they all set up a thing online and they set up their team and they build their team based on what players they think are going to do well. I'm explaining fantasy football for people, which mm-hmm. is very weird. Um, <laughs> video games. But they did it for video games, and it's called Fantasy Critic. And so you can set up a league and invite your friends, and everyone has has their draft at the start. Everyone gets to go through, and you're meant to make a team and pick games that you think are going to get very high Metacritic scores. So you're, you're trying to build the best games on your team. Nice. Can I add a little something here? Yep. I work in an industry. Now, I don't say on here where I work or anything like mm-hmm. that. That's separate. I work in a place that should have given me a huge advantage in this situation. <laughs> should we'll have. Find out right. how that worked <laughs> out. We'll find out how that worked out for me. Um, so while Braden's bringing that up, we did have that fantasy league. It was just between the four hosts of uh, Hack the Dino this year. Uh, we didn't make it public at all because we just wanted to have some fun mm-hmm. by ourselves. We don't have to do everything for everyone else. Yeah, Back off. Come on, man. Um, Use your own space. That's right. But, you know, next year, I think we might open it up to, for people to watch and follow. Maybe, maybe A-Game can jump in if he wants. It's, Take it's some completely bets. up to him. We'll see. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, you know. uh, no, so uh, as Braden said at the start, we all sat down, went through, picked all our teams. Uh, so and we got this the is what it re- looks like. Yes, we got the final results here. Oh, um, I haven't even looked at these for so long because I forgot my password. So uh, coming in <laughs> with 169.57 points is Man in Suit Corp, who was me. That's right. I won. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, some of my games that... Yes. Correct. Uh, some of the games that I picked, uh, Last of Us Part 2, 
Half-Life Alex, Persona 5 Royale, which hey, was the highest. Great at the moment. Oh. Uh, Trials of Mana, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Xenoblade Chronicles, Predator Hunting Ground, which should have done a lot better than it did. Star Wars Squadrons, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, Demon's Souls 2020, uh, Age of Calamity, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. Good list there. Yeah. I, I think I did pretty well. Decent. That's yeah. a good list. Um, it's we'll almost just... like someone who constantly reads the video game news and reviews in mm-hmm. order to develop a what show. Do... What's the lowest score there? Oh, we'll so, get to... Oh, of mine lowest no, scores? of the games. Of the games? Well, oh, we'll, we'll get to that one. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. We'll just... We'll get to that. last, we'll skim over that. Okay. Um, so, basically, my biggest competitor was young Brayden there of the Millennial Ooh. Falcons. Hello. Who got 100... Uh, sorry, your actual points were 102.07. Yes. Uh, so, I should mention as well that uh, if you pick a game and it doesn't come out, like it's delayed, which yep. happened a lot this year, uh, you get a zero. Okay. Uh, it just says will not release, and you get a zero. Oof. So Braden had Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers, which that was silly, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> Watchdog Legion, Gears Tactics, Tony Hawk One and Two, Ratchet and Clank, which wouldn't release. Oh, it's up on the screen there. Good. Spider Man, Spider Man, Miles Morales, and Crash Bandicoot you Four. Didn't even use all your slots. Yeah, no, no now, because a lot of the ones that I did have in there ended up getting completely like pushed to like 2022 and your big mistake there as well Braden, is Braden got a little bit apprehensive or not apprehensive excitable when uh spider-man was announced yep and what'd you do Braden? so uh no so i originally i got tony hawk's pro skater one and two for a dollar yeah um because you get a hundred dollars of credit mm-hmm. to like be able to you're betting against you're each betting other. against yeah, each yeah. other to get new release new announced games um and yeah, your salary cap. I yeah. proceeded to the second it got announced, put ninety eight dollars on Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so of course he won that one game. Yep. But he was out for the rest of the competition. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't get any more. And so I spent all that. my money on rubbish. Ah, uh, well, we will get to you. We will get to you because third place. <laughs> yeah, hey, process by elimination. <laughs> third place uh, was Gore Turkey Games, which is Dan McGuinness on seventy point two three. Thank you. Now what happened? <laughs> What happened with uh, with Dan is that about halfway through the year, a lot of Dan's games got pushed back or cancelled. So Dan threw a tantrum <laughs> and just went, I'm not doing it anymore. It's going to be stupid. <laughs> and just deleted all these things. Still didn't lose. And he still didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can see there, Doom, Dan had Doom Eternal, Resident Evil 3, Ori and the Will of Wisps, which got him like a 90. Yeah, Ori and the Will of Wisps is good. Um, Spelunky really 2, good. Call of, of Duty Black Ops. Played. <laughs> and Maneater. Like, he, he got... Oh, Maneater. Like, he didn't even go through half of his slots. And he still beat fourth place, which was a Guess young who? man... Guess who? Called, ...who runs Floppy Disk Games at 59.13. Can we bring up Floppy's there? Can yeah, I just say, say, can I just say, like, it is well documented on this show... That you like awful games. But I like awful I love <laughs> awful games. So his first one was Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Who would have thought that was going to happen? I mean, you still got good points. Hold though. on. Is that a fluid critic score? Is that it's, it's the based highest off, one? No, it's based off Metacritic. Okay, so it's on your Metacritic. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, So the PC version got nines across the board because they didn't mm-hmm. release console versions, but we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is, again, another good score fair for enough. you. Then Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, which I don't know if you can recall, Brayden, but uh, didn't Flop... No, 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 oh, no, no. Technical difference. Did not Floppy say that um, Pokemon... No, not Pokemon. Minecraft Dungeons was going to be Game of the Year? Game of the Year. I Game, may of have the year. Game of the Year. Did, Game of the did year. me and Dan sit there just going, 
game of the year. What the hell's wrong with you? I mean, oh, Diablo yeah. with Minecraft How on paper. That, yeah, on paper, that sounds like a winner. Yeah, certainly beats Samurai or, or Well, you know, generic or... Samurai game or Minecraft. <laughs> no, listen, before it came out, all you knew about it, generic Samurai game. I'll give him that. Can I just point out, why is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel? Because I knew it wasn't going to come out. That was the counterpick. Oh, it's a counterpick. So I originally, come out. I originally picked it because I thought, oh, they do a Majora's Mask and use the same assets yep. and there's a possibility that they could because we didn't know about Age of Calamity now. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, this is going to be my Hail Mary. This is going to be the thing that, you know, I'll, I'll choose it because you can also drop games. Yep. Um, and when it became clear that it wasn't going to come out this year, I dropped it. Mm -hmm. But that was Floppy's counter pick. So had I stayed with that yep. and it came out and it got 60, Floppy would have got uh, 60 to 70, so 10 points to his name. Yeah. So everything above 70 scores you points. Everything below it subtracts it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, gotcha. yeah, long story short, Floppy sucks. No, but you look at that list, right? Yeah. How many of that list do you think should have really, you would have expected to score higher? Paper Mario. No. no. More no. than a... All right, let's go. Cyberpunk. It is what yeah. it is. Ghost of Tsushima, I think 85 is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, why? would you... That that was never going to be above a 70. I've never played one. So why did you pick it? It, it has Pokemon. Pokemon in the title. Then why wouldn't you matter. go for a... Like, some of the other games that were available around that time, let's just have a look. Uh, so that was your third pick. <laughs> um, so you could have picked Ori and the Will of Wisps, uh, Spelunky 2. No, but I was in the middle, so the ones I wanted kept getting picked before you I got You could have picked uh, Watchdog Legions. You could have picked Gears Tactics. <laughs> Pick a mobile game over a Pokemon game. Uh, well, it scored better. Yeah, I know. Forza uh, Motorsport, which didn't happen at all. Dying yeah. Light, which didn't happen at all. Uh, One Piece Warriors? One Piece Warriors? I had a day where I was just spending money and dropping stuff and destroy all humans <laughs> oh come on that is a bloody well that is a fantastic game and you know it it's a brilliant <laughs> game that thing is an underrated is an the criminally underrated uh-huh criminally anyway uh that was so, our yeah, fantasy league. i was gonna say i think what we should do is at some point when we all uh together um we should do our draft and record it so that way everyone can see us all arguing about who gets to pick what things yep um, Done. So that'll be good. We'll do that. We'll make sure we do that. That for would next be year. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, March the 11th in March, which, which has an 11th day, which I just said. Rockstar Games co founder and lead writer Dan Hauser left the company. Now, apparently, this was huge news, but not for the right reasons. Uh, during games development, Dan Hauser was quoted as saying that the studio needed to push 100 hour work weeks Oof. in order to finish a game. This caused a massive uproar in the media and the industry. Rightly so. Yes. With crunch culture brought into question. Uh, Rockstar Games essentially became the poster child for toxic work culture in the video game industry, resulting in a lot of bad press. Now, crunch culture is something that we hear a lot about. Yeah. And it's not a good thing. Um, was it Cyberpunk where uh, a dev was quoted as saying he put in a 100-hour work week, very similar to this? Um, and a lot of those hours I don't think are paid. I mean, I they, they paid comment. salary, so... Mm. Like, it'd be the same as if someone working retail stayed behind and kept the shop open and kept working, yeah. but they work full-time, so they only get paid a certain amount each, each so week. That, mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows? There may be time in lieu, there may be... Uh, it's very it's complicated. Not cool. it's, no one should be working 100 hours a week. That's not healthy. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you got to go home to your family. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's or and even just go home to have work. downtime. You need yeah. downtime. Work is work. 
in order to do a hundred hours in a week, how many hours per day would you have to work? Maths. Like hard. thirteen <laughs> hours. I mean, divided by it, uh, your Monday to Friday. You work no, no, I'd say it'd be seven days. Yeah, so. yeah no, no. I'm saying you'd have six. to work twenty hours on a day for Monday to Friday. Yeah, with four hours sleep. No. Although some of these guys are superhuman, like mm-hmm. they will push through I'm with the aid of caffeine. Yeah, give them a few years though. Yeah, they won't be able to do it. Yeah, they won't be able to do it. Yeah, rough floppy. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Yeah, these greys. Um. Then on March 20th, we had two games come out. <laughs> two so games that are so welded together. Vastly different. But... <laughs> uh, we had Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and Doom Eternal come out. One of these games took the world by storm, and the other one's a cool shooter. <laughs> Can I just say, the coolest thing about this was the two communities and how oh, well yeah. the they Reddit merged. communities. Yeah, yeah they were posting fantastic. art the whole time. It was so cool. Like, it was fantastic. Diametrically opposed, but... Wow! What the way, a... <laughs> look at that. That's just the way funny. they supported each other and the and the cheerios to each other that they had was just phenomenal. It was great. Brayden, what do you tell us about your Animal Crossing journey? Uh, I absolutely loved playing Animal Crossing. Michaela and I had such a fun time with it. Um, and yeah, honestly, I'm the exact same with if if it had been Doom Eternal against like Call of Duty. It would have been the most toxic online oh. discussion ever. Oh. Everyone would have been fighting like crazy. Whereas this, everyone was just like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not competing <laughs> genres. So let's just have fun." Yeah. And the game itself was bloody so, so, so good. Exactly what we all needed. At and that both exact these time. games were nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards yeah. as well. So mm. that just, again, uh, it's what get video game communities should be. Mm-hmm. They're just encouraging everyone. Um, you played a little bit of this with Steph. I played with a couple. I played a couple months. Yep. Steph still plays daily. She oh, wow. daily plays Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing got her a Switch. Like wow. that was her push. Nice. She's like, she saw me playing it, and so she played a little bit on my Switch, and then was like, no. I need my own switch. I still <laughs> seem to recall a video or two where you're talking and you just see this hand in the background and just, just goes, yoink! <laughs> takes my switch to play Animal Crossing while doing like, mail time. Oh, okay. I, I guess so I'll good. do this by myself. Then. Yep. Um, yeah, so you sort of fell away from it? Yeah, just because I've got other games to play. Yep. I did like, end up doing the same thing. Yeah, for me, I don't play many games outside of the stuff that I film um, unless it's a game that I really, really want to play and I can find time to do it. And Animal Crossing, for me, I had good fun with it, but it just kind of got to the point where I was like, well, I've had fun with this time to move on with other games and stuff. So Yeah, my daughter is obsessed mm-hmm. with it. She's put in over 550 hours. Yeah. And constantly brags to me that that's how much. Yeah. <laughs> Does she go to you on Saturday afternoons and says, do you want to go to a concert? And you're like, oh, yeah, sick. And then it's KK Slider and you're like, no, but I, I, told, right. <laughs> I told this story um, a couple of shows back that when the lockdown happened, we decided it was probably best for her to stay with her mum during that time mm-hmm. period because her mum would be home, whereas I still had to go out to work. Yeah, fair. Uh, and her mum lives with uh, Parker's great-grandmother looking after her. So I couldn't really go out all day and then come yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. So I, what I did every weekend is I'd go over there with my Switch and she'd have her Switch and we'd sit out in the back. Mm-hmm. patio and i'd go and visit her island and she and i'd sit there for a couple of hours beautiful just playing animal crossing so that's for me what mm-hmm. that game man is lovely to bond with my daughter with and, yeah. and i think that's what gaming needs mm-hmm. i really love that you had like a calming and so serene experience with animal crossing yeah until she stole my <laughs> apples i beat the crap out of her. 
Oh. <laughs> what, 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 what happened in the stores? Uh, do you remember? No, no, no. It was uh, me trying to play the game. Like, I'd never played Animal Crossing game. Ah, right, yeah. Um, and I'm a very goal-orientated person. Oh, yeah, good luck. I got this game. I'm like, I'm going to give this a crack because this thing's taking the world by storm. And I start, and I think about 20 minutes in, I'd message Ben going, what the heck do I do? How do I do? I got so it's frustrated. It's like, so it... chill that you're like, I do something. <laughs> I was like, where's my objective marker? Yeah. Where is my mission? <laughs> um, Yeah. Great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it got the right kudos. I must admit, during the Game Awards, where they do the melody of all the orchestral music. Oh, my God. Beautiful. That was so good. I was at work, and it came on, and I was listening to it. And I got to admit, I was close to tearing up when it came in, mm-hmm. because all those memories just come flooding back, yeah. and you go, oh. Mm-hmm. What was it, it was, they transitioned um... into it from as well? Like, because all the other games were absolutely crazy. Yeah, then... But, like, they made it, like, big and orchestral, yeah, and like... oh, it was so fun. <sighs> It was pretty amazing to watch the impact it had on the world, the yeah. gaming world at the mm-hmm. time. Especially during that time as well. Yeah, everyone's yeah, in lockdown. So oh, everyone, that... Everyone's just playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, so. it was that bit of normalcy that I think everyone yep. craved and, and that social gathering that mm-hmm. you could get. Um, fortunately, Nintendo had a great voice chat system that everyone could communicate <laughs> with. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, on the 23rd, we had Half-Life Alex came out, which is the game of the year that no one played. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That was um, sick. Like, yeah, how much have you heard about the uh, uh, Valve? Um, I watched a few index. friends play it on stream. Yep. Oh man, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's a whole new world where you can interact with everything. Yep. Yep. Uh, Dan has been trying really, really hard to find a way to get one in. Yeah. Um, but they're like four grand or something. Mm-hmm. So he's also not. The man's just bought a house. He doesn't need to spend it on. Well, maybe he does. I mean, it'd be really a, good for the podcast. I have a number of children. If I sell one, did I say that out loud? No, Whoa. no, you didn't. Off you sell a child. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Mm, I mean, no. Right, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, something that you'd be interested in getting in? VR? Yeah. Uh, not really. No? no? How does it work? Because you, you obviously wear glasses. Yeah. Um, it's not great. No? Uh, my brother's got a PSVR. Yep. Which is fine. Um, but I tried playing Skyrim on it, and I think it was just the game. Within 10 minutes, I was motion sick. I was like, no, nah, because I, I couldn't get the right focus, mm-hmm. so I couldn't see properly. Um, but then I've played other VR headsets where you can have your glasses on and it's fine. Is it the moving? For Skyrim, it was the movement. Yeah, that's it was, a very full-on one to, to yeah, jump Yeah, it into. was disgusting. But then I played games like Super Hot. Yes. Super Hot is unreal. I played that here one night after a show and almost knocked Floppy out. Yeah, how good is it? It was great. Yeah. Um, then on the 31st, Persona 5 Royale came out, which was the highest rated game this year on Metacritic. Ooh. A uh, basically glorified DLC. But man, this game. Have you played any of Persona 5? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit of Persona 5. Um, oh, so a little bit. So about 400 hours. Yeah, about yeah. <laughs> uh, Brayden. Yes? Persona 5. Um, I weirdly haven't played it yet. Um, wow. So, you got it for free on, on PS5. Yes, I know. I've got it downloaded. I am going to play it. But... I actually bought it when it came out, um, but the next day I got into a very small car accident that ended up with me having to pay to repair my car. So I solemnly walked back into where I bought it and went, can I return this please? I need the money. (laughs) It's fucked. Um, But I am very excited to play. I've heard only amazing things. The anime is really cool as well. It's a little bit raunchy, but um, yeah, just the the world uh, and the characters (laughs) is just 
Yeah. It just right. oozes cool. Mm-hmm. Just oozes cool. Floppy, have you had much interaction with it? Uh, I haven't because as much as I really like the idea and the designs and stuff like that, the size of them intimidate me. The size of the games intimidate me. Because it's 145 hours. Yeah, that's going to take Fair me game. like eight years to play. It's pretty intricate as well. Um, it's a really fun RPG. Um, yeah. It reminds me a lot of, funnily enough, Chrono Trigger, the playing style. Mm. Because like when Chrono Trigger came out, it was the first sort of Japanese RPG to take on that battle system. Um, and then some games obviously choose to take parts here, there, and everywhere. And it's something I think they did really, really well in there. It's, it makes it feel like a very Chrono Trigger type game, mm. which I like. Um, I reckon it's time for another award. Woo! Award! Uh, Brayden, do you want to take this one? Um, yeah, I can do that. So uh, next up, we got best remake of the year. Mm. Um, now, our now, nominee this is a new, new award because there were so many remakes. <laughs> it's the year of remakes. As you'll know, uh, we last time we had just best game of the year. Now we've remade it into remake of the year. Um, we got Demon Souls Final Fantasy VII remake, Resident Evil Three, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. <laughs> now, uh, any guesses as to what the audience voted for the winner? Oh, surely. I mean, I'm not going to guess. I can read. But... <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair enough. We got Final Fantasy VII Remake. How much? 50%. With 50%. Wow. That, yeah. is that is huge. quite Big. huge, actually, considering I think majority of percentage wins were like 22 to 38%. Mm-hmm. 50%. Like, you guys are crazy. The game wasn't even that good. Oof. Yeah, Oof. I said it. I said it. Well, I played the demo and just went, nah. What would you have picked out of those? Uh, out of those? Probably... SpongeBob. No, probably Resident Evil 3 or Demon's Souls. I would have picked Resident Evil 3, but that's because I was... I, yeah, finished it. <laughs> Speaking of Resident Evil 3, it oh. came out on April 3rd, Did. 2020. Uh, now, this was a short game. Floppy. It's a short game that you love the heck oh, out of. Oh, short game's a good game. Um, I, I've never been afraid to say that I, uh, am short of time. Yeah. I have a very full life. Fair enough. Uh, so I really like a game that I can finish in, you know, it probably takes me a month to play a 20 hour game. Uh, not a 20 hour game, like a 10 hour game. Um, and the Resident Evil games are something that I have close to my heart. I loved these games. Um, I loved the one before. I loved the remake in two the year before. I loved the remake in three. I loved the design. I loved the gameplay, the improvements. I loved the visuals, the lighting, the storytelling. I just loved everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, it was cool. so much fun. And I love a game that I can finish or I can feel myself progressing yep. each time I play. So every time I play, I might sit down for 20 minutes at a time, but I can feel myself achieving stuff. That's great. Uh, A-game, is this something you reckon would go down well on your channel? No. <laughs> I'm a little worried about who's watching it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously you've got criteria. What happens when you want to play a game like this? Or do you ever want to play I'll a just game? play it in my own time. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I played Last of Us 2 this year. Oh, wow. I, I had time Fantastic. to play that. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Did you get all the way to the end? Not all the way, but I got a good, decent amount. I think I got about... 15 hours in. See, that really, that's really interesting to me. So for someone such as yourself who whose full-time job is to play games, yep. obviously you've got, uh, your channel is aimed at a very specific audience. Yep. Um, so there's games that are automatically like Resident Evil 3 that are ruled out. Mm-hmm. You still find that there are times you go, I feel like playing a game without anyone watching. Oh yeah, myself. 100%. Wow. Yep. Do you, does it, I mean, does it really, they say that if you love what you do, it's not work. Oh yeah. But if you're doing it, full-time as work how tedious does it get eventually you get to a point where you feel 
a bit of burnout for certain games. Yeah. Like, for example, I don't play Mario Maker anymore basically just because I've had my time with that game and I feel like that's done. PTSD? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you think bit. you'll ever hit that with Breath of the Wild? I don't think so. That like, you just love it too much? We're like almost four years in and I'm still just like finding new stuff <laughs> or finding a mod pack, which is just like, wow. That's cool. Thick, so. I love that you love it that much. That's yeah. Awesome. How Thank many you. hours do you reckon you've put into that game? I reckon I'm probably at about 500 hours of Breath oh, of the Wild. I'd say more. Oh. Like, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I put in 300 and I stopped playing months and months and months and months ago. So I That's reckon amazing. across I should all... probably check my Switch playtime, shouldn't I? <laughs> I'd be interested to see it. If only there was a way of doing that easily. Yeah, I know. Who would have have thought? (laughs) Uh, Then on the 10th of April, we had uh, another remake come out called Final Fantasy VII. Now, it was the 10th of April for most of the world, but Australia got it early. And because we got it early, Dan and I had a discussion went, well, we might as well stream it then. No, Brayden. Brayden, Brayden, Brayden. No, 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 no. Brayden, no. Um, If you can just go back to the run sheet, Brayden. Um, we don't want what happened last time. Oh, yes, that's right. When we Oops. streamed that game. So we we thought, well, it's been released. It got released early because of the lockdown, the worldwide yep. lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dan got it on the Australian release day. Um, and we thought, well, it's been released. Dan paid his money and in got a, store. a game. Yeah, in got a store. In a store, from a store. Um, should be able to stream it. Not a problem. So we streamed it and... You know, our views went through the roof. Now, you see on the screen here, we've got a reenaction of uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy VII because we got banned from YouTube for three months because the lawyers came down on us because nowhere did it say that we weren't allowed to stream it. All that happened is Square Enix sent a press release out saying, oh, don't spoil it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Not if you stream it, you'll get banned. <laughs> Especially after buying it legally over the counter in a store where it's been released. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was um, weird. Ever been banned from YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Same thing happened to a friend of mine playing Age of Calamity because Australia oh. gets it before everyone else just yeah. because time zones. That's how yeah. it works. But because Nintendo were trying to stop people leaking the game early before it came out, the people who were streaming it when it actually released got caught up in a whole range of legal dispute because Nintendo didn't re- withdraw all of their like copyright ID system before the game released. So oh. how early did we get it? Well, we got it about 16 hours before so America, just because that, that time blows goes. my mind. 16 hours and, yeah. there, and there's that big of us. Yep. Anyway, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I'm biased to it because it's a crap game for jerks. Uh, <laughs> April wow. 30th. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Streets of Rage 4 came out, which is Woo! a really, really cool game. It was surprisingly good and is now on Game Pass. We haven't talked a lot about Game Pass. Oh, Game um, Pass. You're a big fan? I've got it on PC. Yep. Look, I've got Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. I've got Halo Master Chief Collection. I've got Celeste now on there. Ukulele's on there. It's great. Yeah. Every, every Gears game and yeah. uh, Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. Rare not replay. On PC. Oh, not on PC. Not on PC. Oh, no. Do you not get the rare replay stuff? Not on PC yet. Oh, bugger. Yeah. So some games are Biscuits. set to PC, some are Xbox. Right. You've yeah. got Flight Simulator on there, though. Yes, I can't. Well, I don't, I don't have much hard drive space. <laughs> so, <laughs> how big is it? It's pretty big. It's like pretty big. 200 gig or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't have 200 gig. That is a... That's... Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you play this one at all, Floppy? Yeah, I did. I really dug this. I really, really dug this. I haven't played heaps far into it, uh, but I just throw it on for 20 minutes here or there when I just wanted to have a little smash up. I love the style. It, I'm quite nostalgic, so playing all these sorts of things, I get double dragon mm-hmm. feels and things like that. 
Um, I love the art style. I love the little sort of storyline behind it. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Uh, it is really, really fun. A little tidbit from our resident knowledge bank in the chat. Triple Indy says it is the longest time between numbered sequels of 26 years. Actually, yeah, no, I had read yeah. that somewhere before. I didn't know the actual number, but I knew it had been sort of coined that the longest, longest time between numbered sequels. In May, on the 22nd of that said month, the Turbo Graphics Mini was released. Now, if Dan were here, he would back me up and saying how absolutely awesome the Turbo Graf uh, Graphics Mini is. Uh, how much do you know about the uh, PC Engine and the Turbo Graphics and and all those Japanese consoles that we never got over here? What? <laughs> oh, I was going to say the Turbo. What now? The Turbo. What now? Who? So the Turbo Graphics was a uh, platform uh, a console by NEC. Um, you can see it there, nice. uh, and it came on little cards. Hey, like, Dan's got one. Almost, then. yeah, he does. Like little, uh, mm -hmm. almost little um, oh, oh, uh, trading card here. cartridges. Oh, right. Oh, it's like an actual card. Yeah, card card. Wow. And you slide them in. They were a thirty-two bit machine, uh -huh. uh, and these games they look brilliant. Yeah, they, they look, look nice. spectacular. Um, uh, they were above the the Super Nintendo in the, and Genesis in the. Uh, range of quality mm -hmm. the music was just so much better um pc engines are one of my most favorite consoles ever mm -hmm. i've got one at home it also has the greatest street fighter 2 port from the arcade right why? yeah why just yeah. holds smooth. up smooth yeah. are they able to increase the frame rate because okay. of the power behind the machine uh the music is so much better we can see the menu here yeah. uh i actually didn't get one of these minis um kicking myself but i i will chase one down mm -hmm. or you know just buy the hu cards when i go to japan next um and then floppy's game of the year came out on the 26th yeah, yeah. Uh, minecraft dungeons it's so much fun. i played this with dan on, on a stream dungeon. yeah um yeah it is like a really solid game mm -hmm. i if, played it at pax yeah it's fun really? it is a, yeah. like i was legitimately surprised that it didn't do a lot better than it did yeah i played it for a little bit it was okay it was also, fine look at it it looks beautiful yeah like, i'm just not a fan of like those dungeon well type games. i prefer this to real minecraft oh really i prefer yeah. this to I don't mind real Minecraft, but I like, like I said before, I'm a, I'm goal oriented. Yeah, exactly. Same. So, I don't like being chucked in a world where you're like, what's here's the end. You can do whatever you want. I'm like, nope. Tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I don't get into Diablo, 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 um, too much. It's just you know, I play enough dark stuff. Uh, so this I found refreshing and mm -hmm. fun. And I usually don't get into uh, the whole customization of of gear and stuff like that i was just every time i was picking up something up on this i was just equipping that and getting rid of something new and it was a lot of fun uh and lastly on the 29th uh triple indy would hurt me if i didn't at <laughs> least give a little shout out for this but xenoblade chronicles definitive edition <laughs> came out and by all reports is an excellent game and everyone should play it mm -hmm. i just haven't now it's a nintendo property would you give it a go I've played I played Xenoblade Chronicles X ah, on the on Wii, Wii U. U. Yep. I played that for about ten hours or so. Then just never got never to finishing got back it. To it. Yeah. But got a few friends who love Xenoblade. So yeah. yeah mm. They've always just told me, Look, you're gonna play a big game, play Xenoblade. So I'm like, Okay. I'm a fan. I, I played it back on the Wii and a good deal of number two. Um, but I haven't played the definitive edition yet. Mm -hmm. He in Smash? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, they made a game out of. Yeah, he's very appealing. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, he's in Smash. So wait, he he was announced in Smash, and they made a whole game. I know. Yeah, the the power of Smash, guys, amazing. The the one or two times, or the one or two times a year that I actually play Smash, I'm always him. Really? Yeah, I'm always a sword person because that's the ones I think they're easiest. Do you know his name? 
Shulk. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, why? Why would you ask me that? Because I was dubious. <laughs> Yellow Sword Boy. Oh, because uh, I said him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that guy. Yeah. Good old. Yeah. Old oh, mate, yeah. Red Sword fella. <laughs> Uh, time for another award. Ooh, um, awards. A game, would you like to read out this one? If you sure. Can read from I, there. Yeah, I can read from there. Yep. Award for the Indie Game of the Year. We've got a few uh, few things here. We've got Spitfire, Spiritfarer. Spitfire. <laughs> Spitfire is a whole different game. Spiritfarer, sorry, guys. Coffee Talk. I have not heard of this one. Ooh, Coffee one Talk was what? really weird. What? What's Coffee Talk? Coffee Talk is like if a bunch of like fantasy RPG characters all came into a cafe and you're the barista. So you're <laughs> amazing. You're making their <laughs> orders, funny. but you're then like chatting with them and That's then you get to watch their interactions and stuff and you get to learn your like regular customer base. And I believe it's on Game Pass as well. That's funny. Yeah, it's worth checking out. All right, it's good I'll, fun. I'll have a look. All I'm right. Look at that. Spirit Fairer, Coffee Talk, Moving Out, Streets of Rage 4 and Hades. Ooh. And who walked away with that award? Well, the I'll indie say game of the year. Honorable mention to Streets of Rage Four with thirty eight point two four percent, but Hades takes it out with forty one point four eight. We've heard a lot about Hades. Like yeah, Dan Hades has gone great. on. Yeah, Good Dan game. has played a lot of it. You played a lot you of it. A lot? I haven't finished it, but I've I've played a couple rounds here and there. But it's just it's good. Dan got to the point where one of the shows he was sitting here and he legitimately went, guys. I've actually got a problem. Like, I can't yeah. stop playing it. just it. feels so good. Yeah. Didn't yeah. he say it was like 30 or something times he's been through it? Dan yeah. has completed it more than 30 times. Wow. Yeah. Um, there was a point where I was coming into work and Dan was like, I play it every single day. Yeah. Like, non... Like, not a... He gets home from work. He, like, interacts with his wife and his child and, and like, Hades. does all the stuff he's got to do. But whenever he's not doing that, he's playing Hades. <laughs> it's a cool game. It's a game, as I mentioned last show, I'll get it, but I need to chip away my shame pile for a little mm -hmm. bit before uh, we get into it. Uh, speaking of getting into it, let's get into June. The, the month, not someone named June, because they're probably your <laughs> Children. And that's not... Uh, on the on. 11th of <laughs> June, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment held its PS5 the future of gaming event Ooh. where it unveiled the PlayStation 5 design and several new upcoming games. What did you think of the PS5 when it first came? Well, it was first uh, shown. I remember seeing that, was it Epic? Showing the Unreal Engine 5, mm -hmm. that whole um, in the cave thing the, with the chick. The and triangles. The... Yep. All of the triangles. All the triangles. Yeah. Dude, that was sick. Yeah. Like, I saw that and was like, this looks real. What about the look of the console itself? <laughs> oh, it's, look, it's a bit big. Yeah, it's very big. It's, it's big. It's big. It's a but big it, taco but shell. But it looks nice. Oh, I like that. It looks beautiful. A lot of people go, oh, it's so ugly. And like, nah. That's, just, that's what I love about I it. I wouldn't say ugly. But like, I'm it's, it's in your face. You, all right, it's... we're looking at the setup in the studio here. We've got the TV. We've got a black box, and then a black box, and then a black box, and then a black box, Some and then a black box. Some gray boxes. Yeah. Like, they're all boring. Who wants a black box? You want this big ugly looking taco shell mm. that has some personality mm. and oh it's great and honestly it laying down on its side it's that big it's not that big it's it, well, i mean it might not be but mine's definitely it, that big it's standing up is definitely that big erect it's like this big huge last of us part two was also revealed or oh, came out yeah, I guess that's a way of revealing it. Yeah. Uh, now, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this game. Now, Floppy, you haven't finished it? No, I haven't started this one. Okay, so we should 
be mindful of spoilers for you. So what I will say, like I know of the, I know bits and pieces. Obviously, you can't not hear stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sort of the, the shades of grey mm-hmm. uh, that people are complaining about. I'm like, that is a selling point for that game. There's probably one particular piece of grey that they're complaining about. Okay, so I don't know what that part is. Okay. But I'm like, if there's a game that... So I'll stop before I spoil it for you. Anyone? I got it. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's I, a very, very... I, I didn't get that. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's I all good. It. I don't mean, did you just get it audibly, like, really no. loudly? No, no. Oh, no, it's, I, I can still hear it. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I usually will not condemn a game if they dare to do something different. Yeah, you're yeah, just you not part of that club, are you? Look, no, I don't like to condemn no, stuff too much. No. no, mm-hmm. no. But no. Yeah. So would you say you're a seasoned Last of Us player or you're a bit green? Um, I've done some time, but I've not invested as much time in it as I'd like to. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. okay. I feel well, like I'm missing so many puns. <laughs> what? There's a huge golf mini game. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, you mentioned that you were almost at the end. What did you think of this game? I've liked it. Yeah? I liked that Naughty Dog were bold enough to change what everyone thought the game was going to be yes. and say, no, this is the story we're going to tell. Yeah. Whether people liked it or not. Look, you know what? It, yes. It's not up to them. Like, yeah, exactly. There was a narrative that they clearly wanted to tell and their uh, idea of where these characters are going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what? And as you mentioned as well, Floppy, that gray area, which I've harped on and on and on and on about, um, of everyone has their own story. Yeah. And you have to look at what people's lives are from different point of views mm-hmm. and different angles. And you can't just go, you're bad, you're good. You you have to realize that people are actually 3D individuals mm-hmm. and they all have a past. They all have uh, a series of events which have led them to their current situation. And I think it tried to teach people to you know, be considerate. Yeah, empathise. Yeah, empathise. Mm. Great way to put it. Um, And I, I, yeah, cannot say enough good good words about this game. <laughs> These puns in the comments. I know, Last of Us Part so great. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, you've been talking about some really quite, like, you know, meaningful good stuff and I've been trying not to laugh <laughs> reading the puns. Some of the Last of Us Caddyshack, uh, everybody besides that one guy's golf, Last of Us Part 2, <laughs> Gritty Mario Golf, Tiger Woods 2020. <laughs> Floppy, have you not played it at all? No, Number two, idea. no, no. I okay, great. No cool. idea. Uh, I fully intend to. Yep. Uh, good And finally, on the 22nd of June, Microsoft announced the closure of their Mixer platform. Uh, instead of transitioning... Uh, oh, sorry, I should say that... Uh, instead of uh, going ahead with Mixer, they were transitioning and partnering with Facebook Gaming, and hasn't that turned out well? Yay. Now, Has Mr. it? Mr. A-Game. No, not at all. Okay, cool. I legitimately didn't know. Your thoughts on Mixer? Did you ever get into Mixer or you just sort of stayed away from it? I'm happy with my two platforms that I have. I don't want to expand my reach any further. I would rather focus on making those two platforms great Mm -hmm. instead of stretching myself thin elsewhere. As a a streamer who does it full time, um, hypothetically speaking, had you made the jump over to Mixer and then it was announced that it was closing down within a month, Uh how... Talk through us what would be going through sort of the people's minds who actually did that. If that was my main platform, I would be so worried. I would have been like, hey, I've just invested my skills and my, you know, my personality to your platform. And you've said, hey, this is our platform, which we're going to, you know, work on. And then to have them pull it out from under you and say, nope, we're actually going to move to Facebook. No. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. That's so rough. It it wasn't a good time. And yeah, I know, I understand that, 
if you're a big company like Microsoft, you can afford to take on uh, sort of like the, the industry standard. But at the same time, you're paying billions of dollars to uh, streamers like uh, Ninja. Ninja. Yeah. Where like you could, you could kind of spread that out a bit. You could, I don't know, support some of the people who, mm -hmm. who help grow your platform for that minimal time. I, I don't know. It was just a bit of a downer. Mm. We have been Hack the Dino. This has been our 2020 end of year spectacular. Thank you very much to everyone who's joined in throughout the year and uh, played along with our funny selves. What spectacular? What? I, I don't. What? Huh? Uh, Brayden, you got something you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, go check out Millennium Movie Talk. Um, I'll, I'll go into Greenlight Comics. I guess I can, I can plug both now. Um, no, go check out Millennium Movie Talk. It's a movie podcast <laughs> I do with some of my friends. Um, you can go check that out. We just doing a bunch of our Christmas commentary tracks that we do every second year. So we do commentary tracks for all your favorite Christmas movies. I watched Gremlins for the first time, uh, which is a crazy sentence to say and shows off how young I am. But um, And we also just cover all the major movie news that gets announced and discuss stuff each week. Uh, so all the crazy Disney announcements, we flew through heaps of those and uh, we gave our hot takes. So actually go check that out. Mate also ate hot cakes. And pot takes what? Floppy. Yes, you can go over to Instagram, check out Floppy Plays Games every now and again. When I remember and I'm not super busy, I throw some games up there that I either own or play or would like. Uh, I realised I did one earlier uh, today, and it's still sitting there as a draft. But it was my next lot of PSP games that I own. Nice. Just a hot tip. That's what's coming. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if you want the spoilers on what's appearing on Floppy's Instagram, <laughs> PSP games. <laughs> Hot tip. Good. Um, Dan also has when he's not dead has a podcast called Terrorvision Horror Podcast, where him and Jennifer the Batman Strand spoil the ever living bollocks out of horror movies. Uh, they're really cool, really in depth. They go for longer than the actual movie runs for, getting really in depth, scene by scene, uh, accent by accent, blow by blow, all the gore. Uh, Dan is the person to see when he's animated with life. Uh, and I also do a side project called Retro Trigger, where we discuss all things 15 years and over. We've spoken to Mr. A-Game about Nintendo 64. Oh, what a time. Oh, uh, we've spoken to Sean Fuster about Transformers Generation 1. Ooh. We've spoken to uh, Trent Cuccarelli about uh, all the good things of Dino Riders. We've also, uh, oh, I've spoken to, oh, look at that. It's me and my karate gear, because I do karate. Did you karate? Uh, I do karate. That's yeah, me in right. Japan. Uh, we also have an episode coming up where I talked to Damien Slater, who performed in the Cruiserweight Classic over in the WWE a few years ago, and we talk about the WWE Attitude Era. But lastly, by, by no means least, we've got our special guest, Mr. A-Game, and do you have something you would like to plug? Oh, you can see me on youtube.com slash Game or twitch.tv slash A underscore game for lots of live streams, lots of fun, family-friendly content, all that kind of fun stuff. And memes and how many cool. how many subscribers does he have at the moment, Brad? Uh, one fifty-two. That guy looks like you. Yeah, look, it's me in my famous shirt. It's one fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I always oh, wear that shirt. shirt. I always wear that shirt. Oh, it's a great shirt. It's a it's a good one. But honestly, um, oh, I, wow. I highly recommend it, especially you, Game Boy Dad. Uh, I highly recommend Mr. A Games channel. Uh, I was first brought onto it years back when Parker was watching it. She was just laughing her butt off. Uh, at this YouTube, I came and said, what are you laughing at? She was watching your best of uh, Breath of the Wild outtakes. Oh, yeah. And I sat down and watched it with her and I went, 
actually, this is hilarious. So we went through and watched all of A-Game's stuff up until then, all these Zelda videos, all these Mario Maker videos, and it became a thing that I sat down and watched with Parker. And even to this day, she comes out and she goes, oh, have you watched the new Mr. A-Game video yet? And I say, oh, no. So we sit down and watch it. And even if she has watched it, she sits down and watches it with me. That's nice. Just so That's she can cute. see it. Um, she's petrified of you, though. Yeah, fair. A couple of times I've gone, oh, A-Game's coming. I'll get him to give you a call and say, oh, no. No, no, no. That's fair. No, I mean, yeah, no. you're rather intimidating. Yeah, mm. it's the beard. Big scary guy. It's the beard, yeah. Mm. So violent nature. But be sure to check over at <laughs> Mr. A Game's place because he's a hell of a nice guy and he comes on here and, like, we only have to pay him, like, 50K. <laughs> Most people want a lot more. So it's very nice. That was only for two hours. We've gone overtime now. We're screwed. <laughs> I'll send you a bill. Dino. <laughs> you can see us on youtube.com backslash hack the dino or head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino if you'd like to see our smiling faces talk about all the gaming things. Uh, if you don't and you just want to hear our voices in your ear holes, then head on over to Twitch, Spotify, um, all the other podcast apps where we come to you live, baby, but not live because it's pre recorded and we're not alive. We're... Hack the dino. Just, just. Uh, Thanks, Shit. Mr. A-Game. Happy New Year. <laughs>